Hi, good morning to the Estate Agents podcast listeners. I'm Andrew Overman and joined as usual by Luke St. Clair and a very solemn Mr. Stephen Brown. Good morning, guys. Why, why am I solemn? Tell everybody why I'm solemn. Well, I believe I'm, re- I'm really happy. I'm in seven heaven. Yeah. We're recording <laughs> at seven o'clock. I'm going to get as many sevens in as I possibly can. <laughs> I don't Which know why. Some- it's what Bayern Munich did last night, wasn't it? Did it? I, I thought we were recording this um, in about eight years' time, seven weeks' time. It'd be eight next time. Very good. Today's but guest. That you had a good record against Bayern Munich. Yeah, okay. Moving swiftly on. to concede five. Moving swiftly on, today's guest started his career working the markets uh, by his own admission, think Del Boy, not Wall Street. Set up and sold a removals and storage company in London in the Birmingham early noughties, became a journalist in 2004, has been working in PR since 2009 and more specifically with estate agents since 2012. His focus is now on the estate agent content club and essentially trying to make agents' lives easier. Wouldn't that be great? Good morning to Mr. Jerry Lyons. How are you, sir? Very well, gentlemen. Very well. How are you guys? Oh, great. Seventh heaven here. <laughs> I, I'm an Arsenal fan, so I yes. Last night's result, but Stephen thinks I'm a closet Spurs fan because it's some rumor one of my friends started. So just wanted Jerry, to Jerry I too am a gooner, and he's uh, forever trying to convert me. But there are two hopes with uh, of that. <laughs> so Jerry, tell us a little bit about uh, the Estate Agent Content Club, what you do, and how you're looking to help estate agents. Right. Okay. So I started working um, with estate agents. 2009-2010 just just a friend of mine has an estate agency in London and it was just when blogs were starting to pop up on the scene so um, I started writing some articles for him and one thing led to another you know what it's like in the estate agency world it's actually quite a, it's a big industry but quite a small world um, in terms of getting referrals and that sort of thing um, so spent a lot of time working on PR for estate agents, um, the PR's changed quite a, a, a considerably now. It's almost to the point where I see it as quite a dead industry, because nowadays estate agents have all the tools to become their own sort of um, like mini Rupert Murdochs if they wanted to be. They've got all the pl- publishing platforms that they they need. They've got blogs, blogs, um, on-demand printing is so easy now. So. Uh, about six months ago, I decided to ditch the PR side of the business and just concentrate on the content uh, producing side of the business uh, for estate agents. Um, I know Luke uses my services and as do a few others. And I think that's that's the future for, for most businesses now. It's not about sort of advertising your products as it were. It's more about advising your audiences and hopefully they'll buy into your services off the back of that. Now, I know Sean Adams uh, down in Cooper Adams, who's a regular listener and friend of the show, uh, talks uh, speaks very highly of you. Um, what, I pay him. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so someone has to, don't they? It, I love Sean. It, it always helps another gooner as well. So uh, that's three of us. We just need four more to make that magic seven this morning, Stephen. <laughs> so, Jerry, what's the biggest content opportunity that no agents are taking up at the moment? I know it's um, something that you're passionate about. Yes, I, I really do believe this. So obviously I've come from a background of local journalism. Um, and if you think that estate agency is under pressure, have a look at local newspapers. 
they've been under pressure for the past 10 years. It's such a pressure point that most of them have gone fallen by the wayside. Um, I know in Stephen's neck of the wood, um, paper that I used to work for, Harrow Observer, it's 125 years old. It went out of circulation, I think, two or three years ago. That, that's that sort of pressure they're under. Now, this, this closure of all this local news media creates a void because people are still interested in local news. They just don't have many places to get it from now. And I don't know about you guys, but my experience with local news websites is appalling. There are too much ads pop up. It drives you mad. You just want to get to the story and you're asked to give a survey about something random, like what sort of washing machine do you use? Well, I don't know. I don't care. So <laughs> this, this, this gap, uh, this void of local news can be filled, I believe, by estate agents. Now, how do you do that? Now, one of the things, and I said this to Chris Watkin in a, a video cast me and him did last year or the year before was I'd be looking if I was an estate agent to try and employ a local journalist and they're quite cheap. I, I did a bit of research for this podcast. You can get a local journalist to do a shift for you, eight hours, for 150 quid. And that 150 quid in that day, a good local journalist should be able to do four or five stories. Now think of that, if you do that twice, you spend two days in the month, you've got yourself a little newsletter there straight away, you know? Um, and the, 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 the opportunity is for agents not to promote themselves in this newsletter, have it sponsored by XYZ agents, but have whatever they do, whether it's an e-newsletter, a printed newsletter, just about local news, what's happening in the town. A bit like the digital mayor type stuff that you guys do, I know you do, Luke, but get the local journalists out there, and if they're any good, let them go. They'll find the stories. Don't worry about contentious stories, because contentious stories get read, um, and be, an order, be a place where people will go and think, well, you know what? That newsletter I got off XYZ agents, it wasn't just trying to tell me that the market was all brilliant. It wasn't trying to sell me a flat that I didn't need. It was actually really useful. It was focused about the local football team's scores. It, it sort of explained why that roadworks is taking forever to get done, that, that sort of thing. Okay, so, uh, which I think that's a great, great tip out there for our listeners so with there being a bit of a vacuum on the local press there must be hundreds of journalists sitting in coffee shops up and down the country so how can agents best find those journalists apart from maybe popping a, a post on facebook are you a journalist or so so how would you recommend an agent go about trying to recruit a journalist to kind of work ad hoc for them right there it's actually, it's, I'd start off on Facebook, to be honest with you. If you've got a Facebook page, put a shout out there, any local journalists. Now, not, it's, it's like a state agency. It's like, uh, I don't know, fitness trainers. Not every person is created equal. Into, they're not as good as, as um, sorry, not all journalists are good the same way not all estate agents are good. There's easy ways to vet them. You just want to make sure they're National Council of Training for Journalists, uh, NCTJ trained. That's like the sort of the benchmark. Um, push out on Facebook. If people are looking, um, I've got a big network of um, journalists sort of scattered around the country, actually. And they don't have to be, they don't have to be living in your town because nowadays a lot of things are done over the phone. The internet is the best resource tool, uh, research tool a journalist could ever have. Um, so there's plenty of ways 
to, to find them. Um, and they're out there. And like I said, um, so the research I did, Daily Mail pay £110 per day for a, for a journalist, which is shocking because these are yeah. people. The Daily Mirror pay 170 average is about 150 You get a good journalist working for you for 150 quid a day. That's an eight-hour shift. And the the kind of content or the news stories, they would need to be kind of hyper-local or local news stories to keep it relevant? Yeah, 100%. Um, I'll give you an example. I've got a friend who runs a very successful publishing company down in London. He's actually got um, an issue down near Stephen uh, Stanmore. So he runs these hyper-local, 16 of them. They're called My Local News. Um, and he makes a great point that if you live in town a even though town b is next door to you you're not that bothered about what's happening in town b you're worried about what's happening in town a your town so it has to be hyper local so for you look it would be uh, reports about ob and the yep. other areas future. so like if it was steve steve is it edgeware be around that way sort of thing um same with you and it's effective is it yeah absolutely and we all know luke loves ob hey yeah oh definitely <laughs> <laughs> keep it, it hyper-local because people only really do care about what happens in their own couple of square miles. You know? Jerry, as you know, I'm uh, not a business owner. I'm, I'm an employee. And when I first suggested um, a Facebook page, uh, which would be very much a tone of voice for the business, what, seven, eight years ago, um, it, was, it was initially stonewalled. The, um, I think the directors were scared that we were putting our head above the parapet. We could get shot. And tone of voice is really really important for an agent what would you say to those business owners out there that love the idea and the concept of a journalist and hyper local news but are worried about that tone of voice and is tone of voice important at all do you think <coughs> excuse me so you said something there andy that was really interesting about uh, and i see it with businesses not just estate agents but they're worried about putting their head above the parapet you know what's worse than that not being noticed <laughs> that kills business not because somebody said you put your head above the parapet somebody might like your tone of voice somebody might not you're not going to be able to please or you can't be all things to all people now i think tone of voice is an interesting one for estate agents because i think many estate agents are worried and i, I get the worries that i can understand their concerns about sounding too different now let, let's use this scenario imagine we've got you Stephen and Luke all in a room and you're all estate agents trying to get my business and you're sitting there and you're jumping up going me, 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 me. Then all of a sudden somebody else comes into the room and starts singing like Pavarotti and goes me. Who's got my attention? It's the Pavarotti guy, not the ones that are jumping up and down like meerkats. You know I, find I, mean? it, I never I, thought we'd get Pavarotti on our podcast. Unbelievable. <laughs> God, that's a coop. Don't, don't worry. If you hang on, we're going to get Franz Beckenbauer and Carl Heinz Rummenigge talking. Life hey, hey, well done. Who are they? <laughs> Do you know, I find it slightly strange, guys, that in an industry where we are taught to be differentiators, that we are actually scared of being different. You, you just hit the nail on the head, Jerry. You know, we, we go out and... You know, for, for, for years we've spoken and, 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 you know, for the last year we've talked on this podcast um, about ideas for differentiation, how we can demonstrate and add value, yet we are scared of, of being different and having that voice. Is that something that you come across, Stephen, up and down the country uh, in the uh, seven predominant counties that you visit? 
No comment. Next question. <laughs> so, Jerry, they talk about the death of print. Yeah. And this is something that uh, I don't know whether you're familiar with the lady, but I would certainly say it's worthwhile you connecting with Michelle Gallagher of JD. Yeah, she's brilliant. Great. Yeah, yeah, no, Michelle. Um, yeah. She is, um, and, and I know that this, this topic causes much discussion when we have our mastermind meetups. She is incredibly pro print media and uh, believes that it, it, it's not died at all. It still very uh, much has its place. What, what are your thoughts? Yeah, um, I'm aware of all Michelle's work and it's excellent. Um, and it goes back to this point of voids. So how many emails do you get a day, roughly? Too many, uh, 70, 80. Right. How many letters do you get a day that are addressed to you or relevant, relevant to you being the key point? Relevant to me, I'd say probably three to five a week. Right, a week, right? So Not seven. <laughs> you, you imagine. <laughs> right, so sometimes I get seven, other days I get two. Yeah. Um, you know it's 72 days to Christmas today. Is it? <laughs> I've, got, I've got no idea, but Luke's saying it in the background. <laughs> I, I'm just smiling because I, actually I don't, I don't watch the uh, weaker side of North London. I tend not to put that on the telly. I wouldn't want to tarnish the Sky subscription. Um, or, or especially, especially as you're watching Emmerdale. But uh, yeah, very good. <laughs> but I have just looked and wasn't it ex-Arsenal Serge Nabry that stuck four past you last oh, night? Yeah. Who? <laughs> That's a reject. Anyway, sorry, Jerry, I interrupted. Let's uh, I don't mind being interrupted. <laughs> but it's something like that. Um, so yeah, print isn't dead. Print isn't dead. But I think it's just when I hear agents say, well, I've tried all that print stuff and I've never got much of a good response from it. A lot of the time it's because they, were, they weren't doing it right. They were trying to sell stuff rather than tell stuff. Um, and you look at going back to the newsletter point, we had great success with an agent. Um, we did a thousand leaflets and they, they're in an area where there's loads of bungalows. So we did a leaflet, just four pages, A4, yeah, four pages, A4. And it was just all about bungalows. It was about the history of the bungalow. It was about how to do bungalow maintenance, which was a really easy piece to write because all it is is stuff you do with a shorter ladder, to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> and some other stuff as well there was nothing about the agency there was just a masthead saying brought to you by is it, uh, my local agent Nubu Tully that response that, that thousand print run got 10 calls resulting in seven valuations resulting in two instructions and one commission no sorry one fee that's a great return absolutely great return so print Print can work. It's just that you have to not be lazy. You can't be doing these random leaflets that say we've got hundreds of buyers waiting to buy your property because everyone knows that's bullshit. Um, I love that. What a great, what a great idea. And I think it also brings it back to it's, it's all you've still got to be relevant to your audience um, because uh, there's no point putting bungalow maintenance leaflets through someone that's got a three-bedroom semi-detached house. Yes, some of it's relevant, but you've got 
completely the wrong message mm-hmm. um and we talked about that in in the previous podcast didn't we andy where we talked about the josh vegan 11 types of uh, potential seller and about having that clear message to that seller so that they turn around and say actually yeah you get me you understand what, what i'm doing you understand where i live you understand what pains or problems i have oh yeah i do have a an issue with getting guttering in and uh, or cleaning the gutters or i can't get up onto the can't get up onto the roof or yeah we've got a big garden or, or something like that it whatever it is then at least then it's relevant and then, then it strikes a chord with people doesn't it absolutely yeah. i've got um a local I live on a development called Cloverfields and there's a local community group called Cowra Cloverfields Willows and Willows Residents Association incorporating the new St. Andrews site. And um, they, they do great things on the local development here. They've got carol singing at Christmas. They've got um, window displays they're encouraging people to do. And uh, you've just given me a thought. I could contact the chair and ask whether they wanted that newsletter sponsored by Chilton. So it's going to be informative and relevant to the development that we're on. It's a, it's a, a brilliant area for us, IP242. Um, as you know, no one sells more in IP24. Um, and uh, f- for us, I'm just looking at other ways to subliminally get our brand out there whilst delivering good quality content and information. It's interesting, Jerry, you mentioned um, that too many agents are salesy and uh, it's, it's all about look at me, look at me, look at me. I sell the most, I do the most. Um, just to my left here. Gary V, jab, 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 right hook. And that's the art of give, 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 and then ask. And I think so many agents think that the uh, one-stop solution is I'm valuing in your street next week. I've got a million buyers and I've sold the most houses in the area. And like you say, that's not necessarily what people want to read, is it? No, people want to read stories. They want to know if they're going to read stuff, they want to read stuff that interests them. I think another mistake... um, estate agents and marketeers for estate agents make is they write too much about property so everything is property related so if all your articles are property related and i'm not in the market for a property and i'm not like my house the way it is so i'm not into home improvements you'll never get my attention and attention is the most valuable commodity of our age you know because there's so much demand on our attention but if you write an article right the two most popular articles that I've ever written for estate agents had zero, absolutely zero to do with property. They were um, how to keep your pets calm during fireworks season. That got shared the bejesus out of that, you know, like for the agents that used it. And the most recent one, which I know Luke got involved with, was how to soothe kids back to school nerves. And that's because the audience is huge compared to who's in who's who's looking for a property in ip24 for example is there an ip72 no no sad, sadly not <laughs> i'm just looking we, we, for the benefit of our listeners obviously we uh, we we share video screens while we're recording this audio and lucas actually pinned 72 up on the office wall behind him that's it that's a classic whilst also throwing us off scent by sharing a screen with us with the match report from last night. Stephen, you are never going to live this down. <laughs> no comment. We all go through these problems, Stephen. We all go through them. We're here for you to support you and hold your hand along the journey. Yeah, I love the support <laughs> this morning. Thank you. You make it, yeah, you're making a real difference. Is that Harry Kane in the background with his hands in the air? That's a rare sight these days, isn't it? You cheered me up. No end this morning, so thank you. 
So Jerry, um, yeah. great tips there. Um, what what else is working? So articles about schools, fireworks, pets. I mean, that's that's don't, great don't stuff. Wrong. You, can, you can intersperse it, Stephen. Don't get me wrong. You can write about properties. It's, with the content club, we kind of do a 50-50-50 thing. So 50% of the content will be property related. 50% of it will be just lifestyle, news, for stuff that helps people. Um, in terms okay, of- let's put you on the spot then, Jerry. Yeah. And uh, keep up the theme of sevens on the show. Sevens. Seven things that the average negotiator, business owner, seven things that somebody involved in agency could go and discuss with their team today to implement over the next 30 days that would have an impact on their business go seven from a content point of view yeah content all right. content. so okay so first of all is review their canvassing letters that's number one because most canvassing letters are boring and yeah they're just irrelevant it's just all oh, we're the greatest agent in town number two uh look around to see if you can find a local journalist if you can't give me a shout and i'll hook them up with some people I've already dropped you a message this morning. Yeah. <laughs> so, so Sean Adams, he's the yeah. implementer. He's not even heard the podcast, but the email's on its way. Yeah. Uh, right. So number, number three was sit down with your team and think, how can we sound different but remaining true to ourselves? You don't want to sound controversial for the sake of sounding controversial. You want to be, you want to be real. People, people recognise real. Um, number four, remember that any content has multiple uses yeah so luke's good at this he does vlogs vlogs he really squeezes i see content as a sponge that you keep squeezing until everything is out of it and then you dip the sponge back in another content bowl and you do the same thing again so content has multiple uses so number five can i um just interject just just as an example on that so um so uh, we use obviously your services for that content club where you're providing us an article once a week. So, um, and an example of that is that we've got the blog, we then put it into a video, but then we take the audio off of it and put it onto the podcast as well. So through all the different mediums, because the same audience will quite happily read the blog, um, but that audience then necessarily probably wouldn't watch the video or the people that watch the video can't be bothered to read it because we're time poor but we'll quite happily watch it whilst we're cooking dinner or uh, maybe watching the football because our team's losing 7-0 um, or something like that or but equally we're on the way into work or we're driving and we're listening to the podcast so um, that's just just as an example and some of the ones that we put out they only get 30 listens on the podcast but that's still 30 more people that have consumed it that wouldn't have consumed it if we didn't put it out there. So it's all about repurposing across all your social networks, Luke. Yep. And it doesn't, um, apart from time, putting it as a podcast doesn't cost anything. You can set up a podcast free of charge. The hosting of it, um, if you're not chucking out lots and lots of minutes, is is free of charge. Um, putting it onto YouTube is free. To get in front of your video, uh, so your phone, um, and to record it is free. And most people have got a smartphone, uh, unless your name's Stephen. Um then uh, and I think he's still on the Nokia 72 something so 32 10 he's on 32 10 don't let him tell you otherwise so, um, so basically so yes. repurpose that and um, 
would you have seven favorite platforms to repurpose it on? Are we looking at LinkedIn, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook? There's always page? probably seven main platforms, but there's always two primary platforms. <laughs> <laughs> okay so that was number four but i just wanted to kind of interject on that that multiple use content so that you get the blog use it like just squeeze it and get every little last drop out of that piece of content That's the word thank you for your 72 seconds of interjection really appreciate it <laughs> um, but the, the word there is squeeze because you've got to see good content as a sponge so you've got to keep squeezing until it's dry and then you move on to the next one what what number are we at number five? I'm number five now right so five is um, seven minus two <laughs> <laughs> uh, five i would say um and this is just this is communication in general in the estate agency offices a really the best tip i ever was given about writing was probably the most simple is keep your sentences short um a great journalist told me that he's gone on to have an amazing sort of career um yeah, keep your sentences short. By short, no more than 25 words. Uh, number six. What want to say about number six. Um, and what, why is that, Jerry? Is it because it's just easier for someone to consume? Is that what yeah. it, it's down to? It's just easier for someone to e skim read and get the gist of each set rather than it becoming too complicated where they have to start rereading it or what? Or that, that, that's... Yeah. Exactly it. So you imagine if it's too many words, it's boom, 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 boom. You're losing them in the sentence. Yeah. You go boom, 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 boom. The 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 objective of the sentence is to get the person to read the next sentence. Yeah. So you want that's an easy way to do it by keeping your sentences short and sweet. Number six, if they were having a meeting, news meeting, sorry, not news meeting, a meeting in in the state agency office, come up with between them come up with seven ideas of um local stories things that are happening locally what 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 are seven things the local punters want to know about it doesn't have to be property i've got to stress that it can be what the market's doing that's an easy one you know but it can be six other things like i don't know the the vandalism of the local park yeah people care about this sort of stuff and if you're yeah. an agent and you can show you care about this stuff enough to yeah. report about it then so Definitely, and, and the first thing that sprung into my mind now is um, uh, on all the Facebook groups. Again, the Facebook groups are a good um, resource to look at. What's top of mind for people? And one of the things that I'm seeing come up is the burglaries at the minute. Obviously, we've got the darker nights, we've got the darker mornings. So it's the spate of burglaries, but what you can do to protect yourselves from being burgled or something because that's that's something that's adding value to someone's to someone's life and hopefully protecting them from being burgled so would you, would you try and keep a ratio there as well jerry so um you know if there's seven stories would you would you split it like you know maybe maybe i don't know five good news stories too bad so you've got that sort of seven <laughs> <laughs> actually you know what andy you make a jokey point, but it's actually true. And we do that in news meetings as a journalist. You'd look at the, the newspaper that you were considering to produce because you'd have a plan for every edition. And you would look at it to think, have we got too many bad stories? Have we got too many happy stories? So the ratio is kind of like good, bad, good, bad. A bit like that, good, bad, good, bad, good, bad. So, so would you try and seven, seven stories? Would you try and have two really good news stories, really powerful, positive ones, and then maybe five that were not so positive? So we've got that sort of seven-two ratio? Yeah, we, we'd go for that, yeah. 
We will. Great. Seven two ratio sounds about right. That's um, that's seven uh, points. We'll uh, we'll end on point seven is the seven two ratio, and I think that's a fitting end to the uh, podcast yep. today. Um, Jerry, great content there. Thank you. Um, if okay. our listeners would like to get in touch, um, talk to you about. Uh, the content creation that you do, what's the best way for them to contact you, please? Um, yeah, probably email Jerry with a J, spelled like Tom and Jerry, Jerry at estateagentcontent.co.uk. There you go, guys. Reach out to Jerry, LinkedIn, on his email. Uh, look him up on Facebook if you feel like stalking him. After you've done that, don't forget to leave us a uh, great review and uh, make it seven star, though, please. Seven. <laughs> seven yes, unfortunately, Stephen, um, your technological prowess has surpassed <laughs> you again. There's no such thing as seven stars, but if you deduct the two, uh, that uh, you did manage to score last night. You could give us that little elusive five-star rating and we'd be very grateful. From myself, Andrew Overman, and the team, Luke Sinclair and Stephen Brown, thank you for your ear. Thanks for listening. Jerry, awesome guest, great content, and uh, content is king, as they say. Cheers, thank lads. you very much. Have a great day. Enjoy your sevens.